0: Welcome to this episode of Eat Right with Laura. My name is Laura Rocos, and I am the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle intervention strategy for disease prevention and health maintenance. Today's episode of Eat Right With Laura is on what makes protein so special. There's a lot of misunderstanding about the importance of protein and I thought today I would use this blog to clear some of the misunderstandings up. So I just wanna start by saying that protein is not used to make energy. Your body makes energy in the form of ATP, and while it can be used to make energy, it's not typically used for energy. Carbohydrates and fats are largely used to make energy, and I have covered that uh, topic in previous blogs. We really use protein to make muscle. Uh, And this is what drives your metabolism. And that's why it's so important to include protein in your diet and also to be using it in a way that it's building muscle. So as you're building muscle, the reason why that's important is because muscle is what increases your metabolism. And when your metabolism is increasing, that means that your health is increasing now since protein is not used to make energy, you don't really need as much protein as you need the other macronutrients, carbohydrates, and fats. So in a typical healthy diet, your calorie content for carbohydrates should be about 45 to 65% carb. It should be, in fats, it should be 20 to 35% fat. But for protein, it should only be about 10% to 35% protein. And that is because you're not really relying on protein to make energy. You're really relying on protein to build muscle. Now, if you are relying on protein for energy, it usually is not a good sign. When you're burning protein to make energy, it means that you're undernourished, you're malnourished, or you're not eating, and your body is what's called wasting protein. All right, and that is, and you can identify that through a urine analysis. If you have nitrogen or protein in your urine, that means that you're probably breaking down protein to make energy. All right, so when is the best time to eat protein? You wanna eat protein after you've been exercising. When you exercise, if you do weight-bearing exercise, so not just any kind of exercise, if you lift weights or do a weight-bearing exercise, things like, Um, lunges and squats or burpees, my favorite, I'm always talking about burpees and mountain climbers, things like that. Your body incurs, the muscles in your body incurs little teeny tiny tears. And those tears need to heal, repair themselves. They will repair themselves a lot faster if you eat some sort of protein after you're done exercising. So what kinds of protein should be you including in your diet Proteins come from animals and proteins come from plants. So let me explain the difference. So I'm gonna start with animal protein. I just wanna say that you are an animal and when you consume other animals, chickens and cows and whatnot, when you eat other animals, they are more like you and the protein therefore is more readily absorbed. Um, However, you definitely, you know, just remember that whatever those animals are eating, you're eating that too. So if the animals are getting hormones and antibiotics, you're getting those hormones and antibiotics as well. If the animals are consuming refuse from you know, food companies that send their refuse to the cow farms and to the pig farms, you're getting that as well. So if you choose to have a mixed food diet, uh, make sure that you're eating as clean as possible, grass-fed. You want grass-fed animals or free-range animals because the diet tends to be cleaner. If it's grass-fed, like cows that are grass-fed, their meat's gonna be higher in healthy fats. Omega-3 fatty acids are gonna be one of the benefits of grass-fed animals. However, I really like to teach my patients about the benefits of eating more plants. The main reason why we see so much uh, metabolic disease, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, obesity, and the sequelae of being overweight is simply because we're not eating enough plants. And most people don't realize that they can get protein from plants. What kinds of plants have protein? Uh, Legumes, beans, nuts, and seeds are all great sources of protein. Uh, protein and also even vegetables of protein in broccoli uh, however the body ha- does have to work a little bit harder to uh, digest and absorb plant-based proteins and uh, since I am on the topic of plant-based proteins it behooves me to not give a little clarity around soybeans since I just said beans are a great source of protein I just know that all beans legumes uh, grow in the ground and not only are legumes good for you but they're also good for the earth They extract nitrogen from the dirt, from the ground where they're growing, and that's what they use to make the protein. But they also put the nitrogen back into the soil. So legumes are earth-friendly. They're body-friendly and they're earth-friendly. So let me give you a little word about soybeans. Um, Soybeans are a great plant source because they are the only uh, plant source of protein that is what's called complete. All right, proteins are made up of amino acids. There are 20 amino acids, nine of them are essential, meaning that your body has to get them from the food that you eat. Your body does not make them, you get them from the diet. All right, so you must get, and so soybeans are the only plant protein that has all nine essential amino acids, just like animal protein. And it doesn't mean that if you're a vegetarian and you only eat plants, that you need to eat soybeans every day. That's not really what I'm saying. Uh, If you are gonna rely on plants for protein, then you need to eat a variety of plants throughout the course of the day and the benefit of eating soybeans is that uh, you'll get all of your aminos in one felt swoop if you choose to eat soybeans so examples of soybean based foods are tofu which is curdled soy milk uh, and then of course there's soy milk uh, which is quite good and then there's tempeh which is fermented soybeans. And then there's edamame. Edamame are baby soybeans, and the benefit of eating a baby soybean is that it tends to be a little easier to digest. So what's all the brouhaha surrounding soybeans? Uh, there isn't any bruhaha. so let me clarify that. Uh, anything that grows in the ground has lots of plant-based chemicals called phytonutrients. Phyto means plant, all right? phytonutrients in plants are chemicals that the plants use to protect them from disease. And you eat the plant and then they protect you from disease, All right? So one of the phytonutrients in soybeans is called genistein. Uh, genistein structurally looks like estrogen, all right? It's not estrogen, but it sort of looks like the structure of estrogen, which leads many people to think that, well, if it looks like estrogen, it must behave like estrogen, which can potentially cause uh, breast cancer, all right? And I just want you to know that since I am a an instructor a professor I teach nutrition I teach a class called nutrigenomics which is how nutrients affect your genes I spend a lot of time talking about the chemistry and biology and biochemistry of genistein so let me just explain that there really is only one study that has been published that shows that genistein increases the growth of a cell line called MCF7 cells. So this is a breast cancer cell line that increases the growth of those cells at low concentrations, but inhibits their growth at high concentrations, which actually is a good thing. All right, and because these data are published, that has led to lots of speculation and extrapolation that genistein can cause breast cancer. Well, let me tell you that because this study has been published, there has been many, many clinical studies, so studies in people, to look to see if genistein or these kinds of phytoestrogens cause breast cancer. And I can tell you that the data show that not only does it not cause breast cancer, that it even prevents Breast cancer and prevents the recurrence of breast cancer. It also, uh, communities that have soy based diets have lower incidence of endometrial cancers and prostate cancer. Uh, most importantly, these communities that have lots of soy in their diet also have much improved cardiovascular health, and women suffer from fewer menopausal symptoms. And the reason, one of the reasons why it's so heart healthy is because the genistein stimulates one of the estrogen receptors called estrogen receptor beta. There are two receptors, alpha and beta. It largely stimulates the beta, not the alpha, all right? And when you stimulate the beta, uh, that is actually a therapeutic mechanism that is being actively pursued in the pharmaceutical industry to lower cholesterol levels. So soy-based diets are good for lowering cholesterol levels, which makes them heart healthy. And to further support the notion that soybeans are heart healthy, that the FDA has allowed food manufacturers that include soybeans or a soy protein in their food product, they are allowed to claim that the food is heart healthy. So trust me that if, if soybeans actually did increase the risk of cancer, the FDA would never let food manufacturers have this claim on their label that soybeans protein and soy beans are heart healthy. So uh, if you'd like to debate me on that topic, Uh, Yep, I am all in. So let's talk about what kinds of exercises you need to do to build that muscle and talk about building muscle, all right? So I said that when you're done exercising, your muscles incur tiny tears, so long as you have stressed them enough. You don't need to kill yourself doing this kinds of exercise, but I'll tell you that running and spinning and uh, elliptical trainer, those exercises are really good for your cardiovascular health. They're also very good for digestion, but they don't really have a very large impact your metabolism. I think it's really interesting how when I watch races now, I see that uh, once all the elite runners cross the finish line, many of the uh, following runners, uh, they don't look so fit. They don't look so trim. And I think it's because of the way that they're exercising. They spend too much time running and not enough time doing weight bearing exercises, using weights, using their body weight. So you incur these teeny tiny tears and then the tears repair themselves. These tears will repair themselves more efficiently if you follow your exercise regimen with um, some protein so what kind of protein um, would I recommend well I'm not averse to recommending a protein shake of some sort Um, and you don't have to start eating or drinking immediately after you're done exercising you have a good two hour window to to reap this benefit of consuming some protein and of course some of those carbs that you burned off you want to replenish those glycogen stores with carbs but also replenish the protein So you have up to two hours. Um, What kinds of protein drinks do I recommend? Um, Really just about any protein drink, so long as the, the ingredients are high quality. So I have another webinar. I do a webinar, so go onto the website. And share your email address so that you're invited, invited to the webinars. My webinar is uh, Deconstructing Protein Shakes and Deconstructing Protein Bars, which I'm also not averse to recommending. So I, I do prefer anything that's uh, not genetic using non-genetically modified um, protein products. So I do want to say this about soybeans, that the majority of the soybean crop in the United States is genetically modified. If you live in New Jersey, most of the soybeans in New Jersey are genetically modified. So if you are going to drink soy milk or eat a soybean-based product, make sure that it's a not genetically modified soybean-based product. It should say organic, a non-GMO labeling. All right, so uh, I'm not averse to recommending a protein shake that has uh, that is soy based so long as it is it's organic i um, also looking for other protein sources such as chickpea pea rice also very good for you um, if you do go for a whey based or milk based formula make sure that the milk is um, from grass fed cows or organic or high quality in some sort. You definitely don't want to see maltodextran or dextrose in your uh, protein shake product. You don't need to see all that added sugar. So uh, feel free to just send me a list of the ingredients in your favorite plant-based shake product and I'll let you know whether it meets the Eagle Rock Nutrition seal of approval. I'm also not averse to protein bars, so long as they're not full of sugar. But if you are going to eat a, sh- a bar, a protein bar, that's nothing more than a handful of nuts tied together with some uh, corn syrup, I'd rather ju- you see you eating just a handful of nuts. Uh, also not averse to seeing, you know, a, a, some kind of a turkey wrap or um, some, uh, you know, a. a a black bean burger. Oh, by the way, so tonight at Eagle Rock Nutrition, we have Chef Nadia coming to do a tutorial on plant-based cooking, and she's going to demo a really awesome mushroom, bean, um, and oat burger. It's going to be really delicious. She's got some other plant-based dishes that she's going to demo. So it basically is a tutorial and a tasting, So and our event is booked, so you really can't uh, you really can't register for it today but we'll uh, add another date go to the website, share your email address with us, and you'll get some future invitations. All right, so when you're done exercising, replenish those uh, glycogen stores with some uh, carbohydrates, and definitely get some protein into you to build those muscles. And if you actually wanna know how much muscle you have in your body, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about your metabolism, come to Eagle Rock Nutrition for a body composition analysis. At Eagle Rock Nutrition, we use bioelectrical impedance Analysis uh, where you're using electricity, a small, imperceptible electric pulse that travels through the inside of your body. We put an electrode on your foot and your finger. A small imperceptible pulse travels through the inside of your body. Uh, Electricity travels through water but not through fat. So using mathematical algorithms based on your age, your weight, your height, and your gender, we can very accurately assess what you look like on the inside. We can actually measure the pounds of muscle pounds of lean mass and pounds of fat mass that you're harboring inside your body. And we can track that. We can track that data. So make sure that your diet and your exercise regimen are compatible with increasing your metabolism. We never want to see the metabolism go going down. When the metabolism decreases, that means that your health is declining. When the metabolism increases, that means that your health is increasing. And we think bioelectrical impedance is an excel- excellent tool to ensure that your metabolism is always increasing. And I do feel that uh, I'm quite. Uh, a technology wonk and I do feel that the instrument, this particular instrumentation and the technology that it uses are very accurate to assess metabolism and overall fitness. So uh, go to the website www.eaglerock.com and feel free to book an appointment for a body composition analysis or just share your email address with us so that you can be apprised of uh, future Eagle Rock nutrition events. So what do we have coming up? Uh, So So in July 11th, uh, I'll be hosting a lecture on gut health at the Garden Restaurant in Union, New Jersey. And then later on in the month of August, we're going to be doing a, we have movie night. So we're going to have a movie night. And I think there's another event coming up in July on the importance of electrolytes, a topic that's super important for uh, sports enthusiasts. So that's it for what makes protein so special. Uh, To learn more about Eagle Rock Nutrition and to listen to our blogs, get some more information, you can like our Facebook page, Eagle Rock Nutrition. You can follow us on Twitter at Eagle Rock. And also we have an Instagram page. So Eagle Rock underscore dot nutrition. So thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, Please listen to the next podcast. So hope you learned something new and have a really nice day.